Is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're broadcasting live from the Dish Professionals. Call them today, 801-424-DISH. Want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks. If you're working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner at Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Gordon, it's time to jump out of the Smart Rain special guest line. It's no mystery. Uh, Utah's in an extreme drought. That is why Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation smartly. Find out more at smartrain.net. Joining us now, of course, you uh, can watch him on Channel 5. He's our good friend, Jeremiah Jensen. What's up, Jeremiah? Good afternoon, guys. How you doing? We are great. How are you? Getting ready for a, a big excursion, <laughs> buddy. That's exciting. Yeah, normally when you a, a place like Tokyo, you're you're like you just can't wait and you're excited. This is a little different kind of a trip. <laughs> uh, things with COVID and everything are a little different. Things are gonna be a little weird. Um, not saying I'm not excited to go. It's just a little different. I took a COVID test last night by myself. I got to take another one tonight, and I got a bunch of paperwork to fill out before I can even get on a plane. And it's it's just insane what we have to do just to get our feet down in Tokyo. But uh, once we get there, once we do that, um, hoping to have a great time covering the Olympic Games. What are your, <laughs> I guess, what is is the thing that you are the most excited about, Jeremiah? And what uh, is the limitation that will be the most frustrating for you? Well, just the, the exciting thing for me is it's going to be my first opportunity to be there at the Olympics, uh, to be covering the Games. Uh, you know, growing up, I mean, every summer, and even the Winter Olympics, you just didn't miss it. You were just locked in watching the Olympics, and you have so many heroes that you watched when you're. I when I was young, it was Carl Lewis, and then the Dream Team, and the list goes on and on of these Olympic greats that we still talk about today. Um, so that's exciting to be a part of it. The the hard part is, guys, is this is the COVID games, and right now there's no fans that are going to be allowed to attend these events. We're not sure if us as members of the media are going to be allowed to go to the venues. We just don't know yet. So there's just a lot of uncertainty. It's going to be different. It's going to be strange. And so that's, that's the negative thing about it is, you know, COVID's taken a lot of fun out of this game from that perspective. And it's, and I feel bad for the athletes because their families can't be there. Uh, they want to perform in front of an audience. They want to perform in front of fans. They're not going to get that chance. When we're watching, when you're watching it on TV here in the United States, it's going to look like it always has. But for them, it's going to be different. So those are the negative things about it. It's okay. At least they're happening. And I know that they'll do the best they can with it. Those of us covering it are going to do the best we can with it. Uh, It's still going to be the Olympic Games. There's still going to be some incredible moments that we get to witness. Uh, Are there some local story angles going to be in this uh, version of the Games, Jeremiah? There is. And uh, obviously it starts with uh, the basketball. Um, uh, You know, with Joe Ingles with Australia, I'm sure we're going to get to that in a second. Um, we'll see. He, I think Australia's got a great chance to win a medal. They proved that yesterday. Um, Damian Lillard with Team USA. 
Uh, we'll see if they can figure things out, and I think he's going to play a major role in that. It's cool to see him have a chance to go win a gold medal. And then Rudy's going to be competing as well. So there's, there's plenty of basketball players that are going to be involved at the Olympics. There's also plenty of local athletes. If you follow BYU, if you're a BYU fan and you follow BYU volleyball, there's a lot of uh, BYU volleyball connections that will be competing in the games. Um, there's a swimmer, Ryan White, who is uh, from Harriman, who went to Cottonwood High School. She's going to be competing. She has an outside shot at a medal. So, and there, there's several other athletes at some of the uh, sports that aren't as quite as popular or as well-known. But by the end of the Olympics, you may know them quite well. So um, there's, a, there's a good list. It's not like the Winter Olympics where we normally have over 200 athletes from Utah participating, but there is a good group, and we'll be tracking them while we're in Tokyo. Have you ever been to Japan before? Never. That's well, what I'm, I mean, oh. Gordon, I'm, I don't know if you have, but I'm, I was so excited when we had this opportunity to go to Tokyo because it's one of the great cities in the world and, and a chance to go to the restaurants and enjoy the culture, the food, the people, everything. And, that, and no, I have not been to Tokyo. And unfortunately, I'm not going to get to enjoy it the way I'd like to. But uh, from everything I've heard, it's just a magical city. Maybe you covered this a little bit with the, the multiple COVID tests and all that, uh, Jeremiah, but uh, we know there's going to be no fans. What are the restrictions uh, for the media? I mean, what are you going to be able to do and not do? So right now, so I mentioned some of the stuff we have to do before, and that's just to get to the airport. We have to have all this documentation, two COVID tests that we've proven. We have to have all these. And we, we, there's a lot of stuff that goes into a paperwork. I won't bore you with that. But once we get to Japan, we got to take another COVID test when we get there. And then once we're there, and there's obviously we have to wear masks during the whole process, but when we get there, we go to our straight to our hotel. We have a 14-day quarantine. Now, what we can do during that quarantine, I'm not exactly sure yet. They'll let us know when we get there. But we do have a 14-day quarantine in our hotel. Um, we cannot take public transportation. So NBC is providing a shuttle from our media hotel to the other hotel, which is the home of the media center, where all the uh, broadcasters will be doing their work. So we can go from the hotel onto the media shuttle to the uh, other hotel, which has the media center. As of right now, that's all I know we can do. Will we be able to go to a venue at some point? I don't know. Can we go out and eat at restaurants yet? I'm not sure. Probably not. Dell at 14 days is up. Um, there's a lot of unknowns, but that's, that's the drill. That's why this is going to be so different for media covering the games and, and so difficult and challenging. There's no playbook for this. We'll figure it out once we get there. So you mentioned uh, Joe Ingles being involved, Rudy Gobert, but i got to ask you, what the heck's the matter with Team USA? Why, why can't they beat Nigeria? Why can't they beat uh, Australia so far? Well, obviously, number one, they're not playing very well, but uh, if you look at these other teams, I'll take Australia, for example. Um, when You remember at the end of the season, Joe Ingles was asked if he was going to play for the Australian national team, and he, he, he did not hesitate. His answer was firm. He couldn't wait to go play with his boys. Well, that's a tight-knit group. Those guys have been playing together, international basketball, for years. That same core group. They've had a couple younger guys come in. You know, somebody like Matisse Seibel is now playing with them. But for the most part, those guys, Patty Mills, Joe Ingles, and Aaron Baines, those guys have been playing together for a long, long time. They have chemistry together. They know how to play with each other, and they know how to play international basketball. FIBA basketball is a lot different than the NBA, and these NBA players – who just played a very grueling season with NBA rules and an NBA style of play are having a hard time adjusting to that more physical play and that different style of play and those, some of the different rule tweaks that you have 
in, in FIBA basketball. And so, look, Nigeria was no slouch. Nigeria just went and beat Argentina, who was probably the top four team and a medal contender. So there's some really good teams in this tournament. And so this Team USA has got to figure things out quick. There's reason for concern, no doubt. But this is a tough, tough tournament. There's some really good teams. International basketball is not what it was back in 1992. Things are a lot different. There's a lot of great teams out there. What did you think about uh, Joe Ingles' game last night, uh, Jeremiah? And and it, I, I asked that because Joe, you know, talked about how winning a medal is so important to him and how Team Australia has never done it. He obviously is a, a key player there. Patty Mills was awesome. But what do you think about how Joe's playing now and the prospects of that Australian team we watched last night? I, I think Joe's looked good. I think Joe has a role with that team just like he has with the Jazz. He plays that role very well. And he's a veteran leader of that group. And we all know Joe Ingles really well. We know um, the kind of player he is, and, and, and we know what he does on the court to help his team win. And uh, you can imagine, you know, we, 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 we don't know any different. Joe, we've never had to follow a team that, where Joe Ingles is playing on the other side. So, you know, if you're a fan of Joe Ingles, you may not be a fan of Joe Ingles if he's on the other team. So I think that's the same thing uh, in international basketball. I think a lot of these Team USA players, and they're going up against them, We'll certainly feel that, but uh, uh, Joe Joe looks good. I kind of got a, a chuckle at the end of the game. I, I'm surprised he didn't go dunk it, right? Why well, he dunk it at the end of the game? So um, he took it easy on this, on Team USA there at the end. But uh, I, you know what? You know, if the United States falls apart and they don't they don't work it out, I'd be cheering for Joe Ingles to have that kind of Olympic moment. I think Australia is definitely a bronze medal contender, but the way they played against Team USA, I think they could win gold, and they've showed that ability. So. Um, they're a team to watch. They're a team that could be in the top four by the end of it, and we'll see if they can win a medal. But that would be a thrill for Joe, and who wouldn't be happy here in Utah for Joe Ingles if he's able to get a medal? Of, and if it's gold, then, then good for Australia. They deserve it. So, uh, J.J., what, uh, what sport, what kind of offbeat sport are you looking forward to maybe checking out while you're over there? Because, I mean, there's some – Jake and I were talking about this earlier. There are certain sports that are really, really uh, – uh, appealing to a lot of people, and there are others that they only watch when the Olympics come around. What <laughs> you going to get a taste of that at all? You going to check out the uh, Taekwondo, or you know, the Judo, or the uh, uh, Water Polo, or what? what I mean, what, are you going to look at any sailing? You going to check any of that out? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if sailing would be my thing. Um, I, I'm going to get a kick out of skateboarding being in the Olympics. I mean, I've always kind of loved the X Games and. You know, when they used to have the – they had different events here. The Dew Tour used to come to Salt Lake City. I had fun covering that, so that would be a thrill. Um, I think that would be fun. Um, I, I love rugby. I think rugby is a great sport, and it's going to be – there's going to be rugby sevens for men's and women's. I think people I, – tune in to rugby. I think you're going to really enjoy it. Sevens is a very fast-paced game. If you're a football fan, I think you're going to find that you're going to really enjoy rugby. So those are two things. You mentioned taekwondo. Karate is a new sport. Uh, in the Olympics this year. So I'm interested to see how that is. I mean, when I was little, I, I was so inspired. I never actually took karate, but I almost did because I love the karate kid. So seeing karate now, an Olympic sport is kind of cool. So if you're nostalgic like that, I think you'll enjoy that. So those are some of the things that appeal to me. I, I, but I really recommend uh, if anyone's out I know there's a lot of football fans listening. Give Rugby Sevens a try. You won't regret it. 
Well, Jeremiah, thank you as always for jumping on with us. Uh, super excited for you, man. This is going to be a really, really cool uh, opportunity. And uh, if, if you uh, have a chance to check in with us, please do. Yeah, I'm excited. Like I said, despite all the challenges, I'm really excited about this. Every, you're going to love the Olympics. It's going to be fun despite all the restrictions. And I'll definitely, uh, you know, I'm happy to jump on with you guys during the Olympics and give updates. And I look forward to that as well. Thanks, guys. Hey, yeah. Thank you, Jeremiah. And we'll be watching. We'll we'll be watching too all the great coverage on Channel Five. We appreciate you jumping on. There you go, our friend Jeremiah Jensen. And big ups, by, out, big ups, by the way, to KSL for sending him out there. Yeah, Give I want to check a, out the a, trampoline. You know? No, you don't. Or how about uh, how about surfing? <laughs> Olympic surfing. You're not going to spend a minute watching any of that. How about sport climbing? You think that there would be some people from Utah that would be really good at that? I don't even know what sport climbing is. What is that? Is that like climbing up an artificial wall, or is there a mountain they're going to climb, or what? I could probably do it on either one. I think sport climbing is, you know, there's a certain amount of difficulty to the manures that you have to do. They do have competitions for this. Mountain biking? Downhill or uphill? Uh, The picture I'm looking at is downhill. That is an awesome event. That it's essentially it's a race on a on a bike, and you're like knocking people over and uh, avoiding moguls and things. It's amazing. Yeah, don't people eat it a lot? In oh that yeah, sport? isn't that like the, there's the some appeal? there's Boink. some pushing and bumping that's allowed too. It's not. It's you know you got to disguise it, but it's pretty fun. Well, there's BMX racing, BMX freestyle. There's uh, maybe I'm thinking of BMX racing. That might be what I'm thinking of. Well, well, equestrian we talked about yesterday. Maybe check out a little fencing, or how about uh, how about beach volleyball? That's always fun. Have you ever tried to play beach volleyball? Yeah, I mean yeah. it's hard to move in that sand. It is sand. It's hard to move in that. Yeah. Hard to jump. Hard it's, to run. Again, sand. It's I have sand. sprained my ankle twice playing sand volleyball. Really? I'll, ne- I'll never play it again. Never, never, never. Because, you know, I know my place, and it's not playing sand volleyball. I, I still think that Austin is not going to miss a second of that dressage. I mean, I just found out yesterday what that is, so. Just yesterday? When you, whatever you guys talked about, I'd yeah, never heard of it, it was before. yesterday. We were talking about uh, Ann Romney's horse. <laughs> Which I wish well, was we the name really, of it. We were really talking about Bruce Springsteen's daughter, who's an Olympian. And we wondered if she was riding Ann Romney's horse. <laughs> oh, if I ever had a racehorse, I would name it Ann Romney's horse. You know, that, that's kind of funny, and I, I, I don't mean to, uh, to criticize uh, Bruce Springsteen at all, but the, very like a blue-collar image, right? Yeah, right. And, and his daughter thing. is doing the most uh, white-collar sport possible. Yeah, isn't that the sport of the kings? or is that, is that, that was what? horse racing. But, yeah, I mean, it, I, I don't think, uh, you know – let me put it this way. I, I don't, if you're operating on a limited income, I think your opportunities to participate in dressage would be limited. Well, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to assume anything about, you know, Bruce Springsteen's daughter, but I would, I sort of would expect her to be like in skateboarding or something. I don't know. But, but, you know, something, something off the street. Something, you know, she could have done while Bruce was playing in the stone. Competitive Pony. graffiti. Yeah, or maybe well, the stone pony was a, what you know I'll, I'll, propelled I'll, her in the horse direction. I'll just agree with you here. I, it, it, the dressage seems a little more on brand for Ann, Ann Romney than it does Bruce's daughter. 
Well, it just goes to show you that, uh, you know, you can you can surprise people. You know, you could you, know, you can come from a certain background and uh, have a certain image and be really good at something else. You know, you don't have to fit into some stereotype. So why aren't you a good plumber, for example? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> All right, we're here at the Dish Professionals. You can call them 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH. And, in fact, now is the perfect time to call for a variety of reasons. What's going on, Ryan? You know, we, uh, we're we just helping people save money and uh, offering a heck of a deal today, so it's a good thing. And and helping them watch sports. I know I, I you know talk to you about that all the time, but really we're talking to sports fans here, and it's not the mm-hmm. easiest thing in the world to watch all the sports you want to watch considering – <laughs> how many different uh, channels exactly you know and we talked about this earlier where the jazz is going to be on at&t sports net again and that can be super hard if you're a cord cutter and um pac-12 network is uh definitely going to be showing a bunch of games this year and uh you know we can get you a one tv solution for two bucks a day that gets you all those channels plus espn and tnt and nba tv so you can have a um, really a great cheap solution and take advantage. You know, today we're doing a special deal where we're uh, throwing in just uh, not only the Nest uh, Google camera offer, which we're on the last day, second to last day, this is available. But today, if you sign up, you get a hundred bucks cash back. How about that? Cash. Just for being a listener. Yeah. Getting taken care of today. Yeah, and this is only for, you know, radio listeners. So we're not uh, stretching this out for anybody else. So this is uh you know, another reason why you want to call a local premier retailer, because none of the stuff is going to be available through uh, the 800 numbers. If you call that, call somebody out of state, you just call us local and we got you covered and save you a bunch of money. I'll tell you one thing. If I want to watch badminton or archery, I'll bet uh, Dish has some sort of uh, access to that for me. I'm guessing so. You think well, so? Actually, just, come, to, come to think of it, you could really uh, perfect your Olympic watching capability with Dish. Yeah, I, they've got uh, probably got a thousand different options in that regard, right? Right. Um, well, they've you know the one thing that Dish has is that sports bar. That, mode. That's where yeah. I was going. Was the sports yeah, bar? Yeah, so you can watch it all. Yeah, yeah it's that's really a cool. it's a neat. You know, they go to pitcher and pitcher, and you got air split screen or multi view. They call it multi view, but it's kind of the same concept though as sports bar. You can and you can pick the four channels of your choice and put them on your TV and. Um, Alternate between audios and it's a little dressage or horse jump. What is that? That's not dressage. I don't. What think. is but that? It is horse equestrian. Jumping? Equestrian horse jumping. Yeah, whatever. There you go. <laughs> dressage is like the horse dancing. <laughs> okay, that's all right. Got to get it up. straight. You're well, the big well, Olympic fan no, over here. No, Why don't listen, you know that? Juice didn't teach me dressage. Yeah, she taught me <laughs> polo. polo. Yeah. All right, eight zero one four two four dish. Take advantage of this great offer, and and seriously, this the dish will will change your life. You can get the uh, the Google Nest uh, doorbell cam, right? The uh, what the Nest? Uh, what is this thing? The, the Nest IQ cam, camera, IQ cam, or the Hub. So we're doing it. Uh, I've this past promotions. I've got a couple of these left over. So this is a today only thing. So if you're a uh, um, if you, you take the option, you can get the Nest camera or the Google Wi-Fi router, and you can get the 100 bucks cash. If you don't want the 100 bucks cash and you really want a doorbell camera, um, they're $180, I'll give you a doorbell camera and the, and the Nest camera. Or if you want the, uh, the Google Hub, which is – the Google Hub is like a little 9-inch 
TV monitor that you can put in your living room and you can talk to it. It'll give you weather and it basically it'll answer your questions. You can see the visual answers on there. So kind of a neat, uh, neat little extra. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing that uh, we tell people is whatever your bill is, most likely we're going to save you 40, 60, even maybe 100 bucks a month with this Internet thing. And if you call us up, um, I'll tell you exactly where you're going to be. And the price is guaranteed not to change for two years. And, and uh, you know, if, if you're one of these cable customers that are in this amazing bundle where you're dropping 300 bucks a month and I can save you 100 plus dollars a month. Uh, this is uh, thousands upon thousands of dollars on top of the extras you get today that you're going to save. You know, Jake, if what Ryan said right there is true, now I, I, you'd think I would have learned my lesson not to do math on the air. Don't do it. But if you say saving a hundred bucks a month, a three-year period, that's thirty-six hundred bucks. Yep. Thirty-six hundred bucks. A lot of if I, if I handed you thirty-six hundred bucks right now, you'd probably kiss me. <laughs> Sure. Is that let's the going rate of a kiss? Let's let's, let's try, see it. Let's try that out. <laughs> let's, see it. let's make it happen. Yeah, Ryan doesn't want anybody's kisses, but uh, anyway, that's a lot of money. It is know, a lot. It, it adds up. Get that Venmo out, buddy, and pucker up. Eight zero one four two four dish. Eight zero one four two four dish. Call now. Take advantage of it. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. All right, you can also drop by and see us. I should mention that too. Yeah. Eighty South and State. Come on by. More next. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. Kiss me. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you about our friends at Davis Vision. Uh, Davis Vision loves teachers. If you are a teacher who needs LASIK, Davis Vision wants to give back. Schedule a free consultation appointment and inquire about additional savings to their summer sale price. Call today, 801-253-3030, or go to davisvisionmd.com. We didn't have a chance to get to this during what's going on. Uh, Let's get to it. Hans Scotty had John Wilner on um, to talk the latest with the Pac-12. Of course, John covers for the San Jose Mercury News and uh, is one of the best when it comes to covering the conference oh, yeah. as a whole. So let's uh, let's hear a little piece of that. Pac-12 media day coming up here in a couple of weeks. Um, preseason ballots usually don't really mean that much in the grand scheme of things, but if you were to uh, kind of rank that West Division, what, or excuse me, that South Division, uh, where are you leaning uh, right now? Uh, yeah, good question. I, I'd say, because originally I picked ASU in uh, – in January, but you know, uh, I'm not quite sure what's happening there, right? You kind of yeah. have to put an asterisk on the South at this point because of the ASU situation. I don't, I can't imagine the NCAA is going to rule before the season starts, uh, but it is possible ASU will take, you know, self-sanction, uh, the self-sanctioning approach. Um, with either, you know, eligibility for a conference championship or with the state of the coaching staff. We, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I certainly am a little bit uh, 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 higher on Utah than I was back in, you know, January because I think that the quarterback situation has taken a great leap forward. Uh 
and and that's you know if if that works, they've got you know they've got most of the other pieces in place. I think to have a very good season. So if if they've got the quarterback situation handled, I think Utah is you know could arguably be the team to beat the South. I mean, every year it seems like we always have to put USC up there, and every year they don't really do much, at least as of late. I mean, what are your expectations for the Trojans this year? Ah, boy, good question. They got a lot of guys back, but I don't. I'm not sure about their offensive line, frankly, and, and I also just don't know if the you know how that style of play is going to hold up for a real full season. Um, and and Slovis, you know, he's a really good quarterback, but he's not a big guy, and uh, he's sitting in the pocket 60 or 70 times a game, and. Uh, like I said, his offensive line is, is not quite what I think you, you prefer if you're an SC fan. So we'll see. They saw, I mean, if SC wins the division, we're not surprised. No, because they probably got the best players, uh, 1 through 22. But I also uh, don't think, uh, compared to last year especially, I don't think that they are clearly a team to beat at all. I know we talked about the South. Who comes out of the North? The North, well... Uh, again, I, you know, I've kind of changed my mind a little bit on the North too, and part of that's because of an injury. They, you know, they most significant injury of the off season. Zion uh, Tupelo Fatui, Washington's edge rusher, arguably the best edge rusher in the conference, huge piece of their defense, and you know he tore his Achilles. And Jimmy Lake said they're like six months, and if you calculate it out, it's like late October. But you got to wonder, it's a guy who's torn his Achilles. Coming back in late October, early November, how much of an impact he really going to have? So I think without him, you know, the North is a little bit more wide open. And I think Oregon's guy, if Oregon gets good quarterback play from from Anthony Brown or someone else, they got you know they probably would be the would be considered the favorites. But I think it'll be one of those two teams. Uh, South to me is three team race, probably ASU, USC, and Utah and North is pretty much Huskies and Ducks. Uh, I saw the picture of uh, the new commissioner of the uh, Pac-12, and he said, you know, doing a little light reading, and he had three, you know, packed folders of getting up to speed of everything in the Pac-12. But if you're sitting at his desk right now, and he's got the two or three top priorities that he can address right now, what do you think those issues are? Well, I mean, one of the biggest ones is being addressed for him, and that's playoff expansion, right? The conference desperately needs um, more than four teams in that playoff because that's how everybody's getting judged, and the Pac-12 isn't, for a lot of reasons, has been left behind in that regard. So, you know, that should be, by the end of September, my guess is that that will be finalized, you know, the 12-team format, uh, and that's a huge huge help for the conference and for the new commissioner and he didn't really even have to lift a finger so that that works for him i think he's going to you know drill down deeper on how they want to structure the football season in terms of divisions versus non-divisions but eight conference games versus nine conference games that kind of thing it's not going to be you know that's not a something you solve in a week or a month but that's certainly i think pretty pretty high on his priority list as well do you think that reducing the cost in in location of main offices and and all the, and the salaries paid out to employees and Pac-12 network expenses? Do you think that that is a primary concern? And will they stay in San Francisco? My guess is they won't stay in San Francisco long term. I mean, that is like that's that issue is very high on his his list of concerns. You know, uh, things that he's got to resolve. 
But that's going to take time. That is not something that he can get figured out in the next couple of months. The main reason is because all those things are tied together. Where the conference office is located is connected to whether there's a Pac-12 networks or not and what form a Pac-12 networks would take. And that's connected to the next TV deal they sign. And the TV deal, they're not even really even going to start negotiating for more than a year, probably to the, you know, the winter of 22-23. So, you know, he can start thinking about what he might want to do with the conference office and all that, but they're not going to be able to make final decisions on that, I don't think, for at least a year. John Wilner, San Jose Mercury News, earlier with Hanson. Scotty G covered a lot of ground there. He did. High on the Utes. Low on uh, the Trojans for the exact reason that I am. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Smart um, guy, that Wilner. <laughs> of course he is. Uh, but uh, he said that if the Utes can get their quarterback situation, uh, the way it seems it's heading in a, in a good direction, that uh, they've got all the bases covered. Now, you kind of disagree with him as far as that goes, as far as uh, wide receivers go, right? Yeah, we'll see. I wonder what kind of year Britton Covey's going to have. I Probably a very Britton Covey year. It depends he's, on how they so, use him. He's so talented and he's so shifty and difficult to contain. And if he can stay healthy... Every time I see him get tackled, I, I kind of think, oh, man, Britton, get up, get up. You know, I don't think he will be Utah's, you know, traditional wide receiver one. I think they'll use him more creatively. I think we saw a little bit of that, um, I guess it was last year, where they use him in certain spots as opposed to, um, you know, of course we talk about this all the time, but that Washington game years ago where they were going to him every other play, I I think his talents are used more specially. Does that make any yeah. sense? Uh-huh. I, I think, you know, it would surprise me if he led the team in receptions, but it wouldn't surprise me if he led the team in touchdowns. Mm. Okay. Or at least touchdowns received. All right. Who will? I don't know. That's that's the thing. There's I mean, a pretty good tight end over there. Right. There's a couple of good tight ends. Yeah. So maybe that's the answer. But – I, I think he'll have a good year. Just stay healthy, you know, stay healthy. And uh, you imagine that, you know, Utah seems to be high on their offensive line. The the running back situation, every time we bring this up, we do it with a heavy heart. Yep. But they have, they have some guys who uh, they, they took advantage of that transfer portal. And uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes with the emphasis the Utes put on that portion of the game. And the defense is just loaded up, it seems like. Defense. Same as it really, ever was. Well, and they, same as it ever was, and then they brought them all back. So, <laughs> I mean, the defense is going to be rock solid. It's uh, yeah. The questions for Utah are on the offensive side for sure. And maybe, you know, if they have the quarterback situation filled out and can, you know, identify a, a stud at running back, then, yeah, may, maybe things are going to be pretty good. Think about how – uh, just, I know this runs against your nature because you think programs should uh, should do the Kentucky Fried Chicken thing, do one thing and do it well, right? 
I don't know if I've ever put it that way. Well, that's what you think USC should do. I think Run student should. body left, student body right, never throw the ball. Don't give that uh, potential Heisman candidate a chance to wing it around the yard. No, I, I'd say know who you are and what you can recruit to. <laughs> and if you can uh, do that was something. A, that was a joke. I know. With it's a cute and slow. Yeah, I know. But, but the, the Utes, I mean, they, they can run the football. But can you imagine how good this team will be if that defense is a solid led by Devin Lloyd and, and can play the way Utah defense typically does and the offense is diverse enough to keep opposing defenses off balance? I, I just – I'm telling you, Jake, the potential is there for something really special. I just don't know whether it'll occur or not, and none of us does. We're just going to have to wait and see. But if it could be emphasized, yes, run the football, but don't only run the football. Don't get all squirrely and think you're Eastern Washington and chuck the ball all over. I get that. I get that. But make sure it's a threat, enough of a threat to have a balanced offense. And I think if the Utes do that, uh, there's no telling how far they might go. Not Sports Pork coming up next, live from the Dish Professionals. Call them now, 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH. Now is the time. The promotions have never been better. Call today, 801-424-DISH. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60, weekdays at 1.30. Presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON on your home of the best college football coverage in Utah. 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oh, hey guys, Jake here for my friends at Zero Res. And hey, uh, July is here and July is all about uh, celebrating, hiking, boating, all things fun in the sun. Well, keep your weekend easy and let Zero Res do all the work for you with their patented process. Uh, declare freedom. From dirt spills and pet accidents with Zero Res carpet cleaning, here's a little bit of the process. First, they use the ZR Lifter, which has a counter-rotating brush and pulls all of the gross hair and dust out of the carpet. It's, it's, it's stuck deep down in there, and this uh, lifter gets it. Then their patented water rinses your carpet fibers while simultaneously sucking it back up, meaning they won't flood your carpet. And last but not least, Zero Res only uses water to clean. No harsh soaps, no chemicals, no shampoos, stuff that uh, leaves dirt attracted residue the result your carpets stay cleaner longer you've got to check it out for yourself and uh, they're doing a special deal for zone listeners call today tell them jake from the zone sent you they're going to hook you up just 33 dollars per room of carpet cleaned and they're going to throw in the fourth room for free so take advantage of it now 801-288-9376 that's 801-288-zero Check this out. And now your not sports report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I got my toes in the water, toes in the sand. Not a worry in the world of cold beer in my hand. Life is good today. Life is good today.
Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This one goes out to our guy Sven. It is time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Check them out at LHMUsedCars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? I'm just enjoying this music for a second. Because, you know, your toes are in the water and your butt's in the sand. Is that what it is? And he's got a cold beer in his hand. Okay. All right. So, um... A question for the two of you fellers. The first is, what's the dumbest thing you've ever done? And the second one is, what's the dumbest thing you've ever done on the job? Well, these are traps. Yeah, not answering either one of those. <laughs> My uh, at, at, at advice of counsel, I'm not answering. Yeah. You first. <laughs> Come on, what's the dumbest thing you ever done on the job? Oh, I've done a bunch of dumb things on the job, but but one of my favorite dumb things is I was uh, uh, I was in a, a group media interview for Jerry Sloan. They they had just gotten done playing LeBron's Cavs, and uh, and uh, Jerry sometimes it could be a little bit intimidating to the media. Like there there would be these pauses where people just kind of didn't want to ask a question for whatever reason. Anyway. I was in this this media session with Jerry, and I just zoned out. I mean, zoned out, not paying a lick of attention. And then all of a sudden, there's that this awkward pause where nobody's asking a question. And I'm like, well, well shoot, I'll ask a question. So I asked my question, and Jerry just looks at me, and he goes, like I just said. <laughs> and then he, answer, he answers the question. And so we played, we played it back on the – we did a post-game show. We weren't the home of the Jazz at the time, but we did a post-game show anyway, and we play back the sound, not live, but later. Mm-hmm. So when we played it back and I listened later, I had asked pretty much word for word the, same the exact, exact same question. question that Jerry had just wow. gotten done answering. To reiterate. And he did. He looked at me like, you dumb son of a gun. <laughs> and then he goes – like I just said, <laughs> and then he answered right. it because Jerry was a was yeah. a was a nice guy. I mean, he wasn't just going to humiliate me. Right. He he pointed out that uh, one was pretty similar to the one before, but then well, was, he was humiliated kind of, you, was, but then he answered the question. But, but he answered the question, and he didn't he didn't humiliate me per se. He, okay, he he actually took it easier on me than I probably had a right. He just wanted <laughs> to point out, like, hey, fella. Let's come up with some unique questions, or let's pay attention. How about that? Austin, you want to take a crack at it? Uh, I'll answer both. Dumbest thing I've done and dumbest thing I've done at work with just one simple uh, sound drop, sound bite. Roll. (laughs) (laughs) Good boy. All right. All right, Uh, Gordon, you have a a purpose for me. Yes, I do. Apparently, I don't know if you saw this Wait a minute, wait a minute. You, You get to answer your own question first before we get in the story. Um, I was just some of the things I've said on the air through the years. Oh, don't dodge that. We both, Austin and I both gave you something specific. I once misidentified the person we were interviewing. I remember that one. I was producing at that time before thinking about the same one. Yeah. How are you hanging on? Where are you? <laughs> I'm in uh, San Bernardino right now. No, no. Mixing up Zane Taylor and Zane Beatles is a good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah that's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. The reason I bring this up is maybe you saw this story, but uh, I think it got wide uh, coverage. But apparently a couple of Taco Bell employees, well, Jake, they had a bad idea. They decided that they would 
set off fireworks inside the restaurant. This was down in Nashville, Tennessee. So they <laughs> they lit off some fireworks, and not only did they light off the fireworks, but they vacated the per- the premises and locked themselves out. So now they're watching the fireworks go off inside their restaurant, and they couldn't get back in. Did it burn it down? It did not burn it down, but it did cause uh, $30,000 in damage. Wow. Yeah. That, that seems lucky that there wasn't a fire. That seems. It could have been worse than it was, but it yeah. was pretty bad. Apparently, uh, let me get this straight. The, the person in charge at the time was uh, a, like a 26, 25-year-old manager who uh, has been arrested, <laughs> you know. Arson is not know, nothing good. to mess yeah. around with. No. And, uh, yeah, the uh, Nashville Fire Department had to be called to uh, – they got into the restaurant. But you can, uh, 25-year-old Courtney Mays was taken into custody and charged with felony aggravated arson. And she's being held on $5,000 bond at the uh, local jail. And uh, the Nashville Fire Department said in a statement, arson is one of the costliest human-made disasters. Arson indirectly contributes to increased insurance premiums, higher medical costs, lost jobs, lost income, and the increased costs of fire services. So just think about that for a second. You're 25 years old. You're the manager or you're the person in charge. You get this idea, you and your coworkers. Apparently, there's going to be more arrests. They decide, ah, it's it's it was around the Fourth of July. Let's light off some fireworks inside the restaurant. So that's what they did. Only they went outside to watch because they didn't want to get hit by the fireworks. And the last person who came out locked the door. Seems like they made a bad hire for manager now, doesn't it? I, I feel bad for her. Should I mean, have vetted their uh, uh, their candidates a little better. Just, just here's the thing. And with just, the wide selection of candidates you get at Taco Bell, uh, just stop and think about what you do before you do it. I'm sure that once they were outside, they couldn't get in, and they're watching all the fireworks go off all through the restaurant. They're thinking, why did I, why did I think this was a good idea at the time? You know what is a good idea? You know, I'm wondering, Ryan, have you ever had anybody do anything really dumb on the job? Um, not like locking the doors and <laughs> lighting off fireworks. I've never had a bad experience with any of your employees. I don't know if, if sometime or another they put a dish in the wrong place or anything like that, but uh, lighting fireworks off inside the uh, I'm the surprised restaurant. it was a girl. That's the, the part that doesn't get me because usually, the, you know, um, I've got teenage boys, and the and <laughs> their frontal lobe is not quite developed, right? And yeah. and they make um, mistakes where girls are typically a little more smarter. Yeah, firework damage does feel like more of a male uh-huh. to me. Oh, yeah, I was expecting true. Courtney to be a, a, a boy. Carl, yeah. Oh, well, a boy. I know Courtney, but when oh, she said true. when she said she, I was like, oh wow. Oh. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I think it's a she. I mean, well, let's let's talk about doing something smart. 
Let's talk about yeah. saving money and watching sports. It's uh, nothing smarter in my and mind. Not burning anything and down. Not burning anything down. Yes. Uh, 801-424 dishes, of course, uh, the number to call. And uh, we've hit on this a little bit today, but, uh, it, you know, <laughs> we laughed off the air, especially about the, the word bundling and what a... Uh-huh. An interesting message that that has to uh, separate people from their money. Uh, but uh, really, you can do it all for much cheaper, and that includes Internet. That is. Uh, you know, you talked about the combo mill, uh, yeah. how, you know, how they, they make you feel like you're getting a deal. And, you know, a lot of the bundles that are out there are kind of the same thing. They're they're not such a good deal. And a lot of cable customers are in that 280 to $300 plus dollar TV I've got, Internet. I've got a buddy that is paying for a home phone. Because it is part of one of these bundles. I don't know how common that is or not, but oh, wow. I, I had a buddy tell me about that. I was like, so you're paying for something that you don't even plug in. Mm-hmm. That's, that seems like madness. You know, and part of being good business is, is having a good competitor. And I'll tell you, Comcast is a great, great competitor. They're a great company. And I think they do a good job. But, you know, there's, there's definitely opportunities that people need to look at. And when... Uh, you know, you you hear about other companies offering these deals. It's it behooves you to you know take a look and see what's there, especially when uh, we can save you you know so much money. Like you were talking, thousands of dollars is it's not uncommon to save somebody a couple thousand, three thousand plus dollars by calling us up and uh, seeing what's available with the internet of this new 5G. Everybody's heard about it, and I don't think people realize how unbelievably fast this is going to be um, but some of these towers are up and running and if you're in the neighborhood where one of these 5g towers are i can get you ripping fast internet for 50 bucks even like no tax everything no contract you can you just set this thing in your house and plug your uh, it's a wi-fi router you can plug your own wi-fi router into it and then I can get you TV service from, you know, anywhere from $62 to on up, just depending on how much you want. And if you're spending $300 a month, now you just did the math, you know, that's $100 plus, maybe $150 a month cheaper. That, is, that, is, that a, is that essentially instantaneous when the, when the speeds are that fast? Yeah, it's 500 is... Um, well, I did a. T- I have it at my house, so I'm not lying. I I did a 546 was one of the tests I did at my house, and um, there's and the latency was 11 uh, milliseconds. So yeah, it's supposedly when you're running full 5G, which is a thousand plus, you can download like a full 4K movie in like minutes. Wow, the whole two hour movie in minutes. It'll go that quick. So. It's it's a real deal. It's great service, and you know, with this deal today, um, now now's the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. now's the time, Jake. You got it. Yeah. This. Well, we, we, let's talk about that for a second because you sign up today, and uh, I love the hundred dollars cash back. But we've got some cool equipment that can come along with it too. Yeah, you got the so the Nest camera option, the two hundred ninety nine dollar Nest HD camera dish is done this with Premier retailers, and we're losing this tomorrow. So today is the last day you really get your, this opportunity to get the camera. Plus, you can take either 100 bucks cash back or I'll give you a Google Home Hub or a Nest doorbell. So if you're getting the camera, you, you know what? Might as well get set up with a good Nest camera system. Take the doorbell. Take the, uh, the Nest uh, HD camera. It's all integrated with the hopper so you can view the footage right on your TV. And uh, um, then save 
a ton of cash on top of that and get the two-year promotion and free movie channels and free paid-per-view movies. And it's, gosh, it's such a great offer. It's a good deal. Now is the time. You heard Ryan. This is going away tomorrow. So get signed up now. 801-424-DISH. Call 801-424-3474. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.